Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, yesterday we had this crazy storm, winds blowing... 50-mile-an-hour gusts. We got knocked off the air at least once. And now today is smooth as can be. So I am anticipating smooth sailing here, which surely means something will go wrong. But damn it, we're here on the air. We're going to do our best here today. It is Wednesday here on the program. You should know what that means. We have AW and NXT tonight. Yesterday, I went on and on about the previews for both of these shows. Might have been a couple of days ago, but... Suffice to say, as of yesterday, we had a full lineup for AEW. And for NXT, we didn't have one single solitary thing announced for the show going head-to-head with AEW's anniversary show. Well, thank God for social media. Now we have a lineup for NXT, or at least somewhat of a lineup. So we'll take you through the lineups for both of those shows here today. We also have the Raw ratings which were up a little bit for the draft show. I cannot say that I was blown away by these numbers. Perhaps some people were, because it was up 10%. But up 10% for a draft show, the second night of the draft, Monday Night Raw. Color me unimpressed. We'll take you through those numbers as well. And really, we have an opportunity to take a lot of your feedback today. So we will be taking phone calls. Be ready for that and your text messages and emails as well. One thing I'd like to hear from you about today is your thoughts on the first year anniversary of AEW. What do you like about AEW? What do you not like about AEW? How do you think it's changed over a year? What were you expecting a year ago? And how did it turn out now that we're one year in? Any thoughts on AEW today? Same day as their anniversary show. We would love to hear them. Text messages 425-780-7566. I am Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Mike is at Semper Vivi. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airline. 
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 That's 800-754-4531. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Listen, I'm absolutely, I want to make this abundantly clear. I am not saying that this is because of me, okay? But I cannot help but notice that when I go to AllEliteWrestling.com today, a giant page that says these words, AEW Dynamite Preview. I click the button, and there's a whole preview 
of tonight's show right here. Excellent. Fine job. Now, I I, I, honest to God, I have not checked yet because I checked this right before we went in the air. But let's go to the NXT website. Let's see what's up there. NXT. I got to go to WWE.com. Then they take you to NXT. Mm, Let me do this. All right. Let's see. What we've got here is results from last week. That's the top story from a show seven days ago. Then we've got a bunch of videos. Then we've got what do Ember Moon, Dexter Loomis, and Tony Storm have in store for NXT this Wednesday, which is a video. Then we have a Aleister Black Johnny Gargano match. Then we have Shotzi talking about NXT Halloween Havoc. Then we have Danny Burch versus Ridge Holland. Then we have big things are on the horizon for Drake and Dane. We have no preview. Zilch on the NXT website. But luckily for you, I am a professional. And I have previews of the NXT show for you here tonight. A bunch of matches announced yesterday on social media. Scheduled for tonight's edition of NXT, we have Damian Priest versus Dexter Loomis. Okay, listen. God bless Dexter Loomis. I'm sure he's a great guy. I realize that I, I, his matches, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get the character. But a few months ago... NXT had this big lead-in, and they had over a million viewers watching NXT when the show started. And then, I don't remember how many minutes into the show it was, but it was not very many. Dexter Loomis came out for a match, and they lost like 400,000 viewers when he came out. And so, we have an AEW Dynamite anniversary show here tonight. NXT has nothing announced, and they finally announced something the day before the show, and it is Dexter Loomis getting a shot at the NXT North American Champion. That's what they came up with. This is followed by an appearance by Tony Storm. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch will face Strong and Bobby Fish, where the winners get an NXT Tag Team Championship match. That match should be awesome. That's something to look forward to. And then a sit-down interview with Ember Moon, which I hope is better than the interview she had last week. That's what we have for NXT here tonight. This is going head-to-head with the anniversary edition of AEW Dynamite. Technically, it's the anniversary of WWE NXT on the USA Network, but they didn't make it into a special show. We have Jon Moxley versus Lance Archer for the AEW Championship with Jake Roberts in Lance Archer's corner. We have FTR defending the AEW Tag Team Championships against the Best Friends. A match that has been in the making for quite... Actually, all of these matches have been. Except for this one. Cody versus Orange Cassidy was set up last week after... After Cody returned, he was challenged by Orange Cassidy after winning the AEW TNT title in a... In a chain match, dog collar match. And we also have Hikaru Shida defending the AEW Women's Championship against Big Swole. There are four championship matches on the program tonight. Miro and Kip Sabian will be having a match. And we have a gigantic announcement by MJF tonight on the show. I have no idea what it is. But my guess is, my guess is that perhaps he is joining Chris Jericho in the inner circle. So we'll see what happens tonight on the show. I I can't imagine a scenario where NXT wins tonight. I mean, one show is loaded, and one show announced everything yesterday. Anything is possible, but we'll find out on Thursday afternoon, the most exciting afternoon 
every week, at least on my Twitter timeline. Yeah, on paper, it certainly doesn't seem like NXT brought a whole lot to this anniversary show to, to buck up against it. So we'll have to see what happens here. But considering that AEW has been holding the advantage uh, by a large amount when it comes to viewers every week, a couple of hundred thousand, I don't think, uh, at least on paper right now, from what everything is set up as, that uh, they got much of a shot. But, hey, you never know. We'll see. Maybe the, the mustache of Dexter Loomis is, now that he's back, it's uh, been able to enchant people and that watched last week, and they've told all of their friends, you got to see this match. I doubt it. Let's go through the, some of the text messages here. We'll get into the raw ratings here in a while. This person says, I'm still a big fan of AEW after one year. I look forward to it every week. I like the storytelling, the prestigious feel of the titles, and it introduced me to a bunch of wrestlers that I never heard of that I am a fan of now. This person here says, I wanted to thank you for using your influence for good and getting AEW to put up a preview. I do not think that this is my responsibility. But, hey, listen, I don't care. I've said this a million times. I don't care if it's me or Dave or name anybody that does any sort of show, or if it's somebody in AEW or whoever, the Lord, as long as I get a preview up on the website, that's all I care about. I don't need the credit. I just want the preview up there. This person says, I've watched WWE since 1992. I have not been able to stand it since the 2002 Triple H title reign on Raw. I gave up on, I gave up on wrestling altogether in 2011. But I was brought back by New Japan in 2015. Oh, we will talk about the G1 later today. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. Yes, we are. As they say. I think AEW is awesome, this person says. Can't wait to see what they do in year two of Dynamite. However, their women's division is what can really make AEW even better. Well, as many people have noted, including Britt Baker in an interview just the other day, there is an issue with the women's division in that there's a lot of great wrestlers that can't make it to America right now. So I know some people on the Internet are up in arms about AEW and the women, but in my opinion, everything is fine, and it will be better once they can get their full roster available for AEW. And they're doing the right thing. That's the one thing that they're doing with Dark and these other shows is they're trying, with their 14-match Dark shows, is they're trying to accentuate the positives as much as they can and trying to get a lot of these young people, including people like Will Hobbs, too. It's not just the women's division, but people like that who are full-time on their roster as much ring time as they possibly can in a very difficult situation and once one pe once people start coming back as well too again they have a very young women's division so even when you bring back some established names and put them back in the mix there's going to be a curve that's the biggest thing with the women's division and just i know there are passionate fans of the aw women's division but not everything is fluffy ducks and bunnies in that division and it's going to take a lot of time for those people to come together but that's okay, because you look at somebody like Anna Jay, and how many matches has she had in her career? Eight, ten? I mean, honestly, I really I don't know. But you see her presence now, and it's like, okay, at least you see some of these young people like her, like the Will Hobbses of the world, are going to be coming along, and they're trying to incorporate them and bring them along at a good pace. This person has a very bold prediction here. Dynamite, 1.1 million and a point four for the 18-49 demo. We'll see. That seems high to me, but we'll see. 
This person says, MGF's announcement has got to be that they found Sammy Guevara's T-shirt. That would be funny. The jacket. But I think it's got to be bigger than that. Yes, his his track jacket. Either they break out the jacket and it's actually like something out of like, you know, what's that store in the mall for babies? Carter's or whatever it is. It's like an it's extra small Carter's. jacket or something. <laughs> First says, I like how AEW respects the legends, such as Greg Valentine. I hate it when WWE buried <laughs> Wendy Richter and Cindy Lauper when they did a Roskid in 2012. Well, I, Vince, that's what ticket. he does. Vince, if you're old, you are the butt of jokes in WWE. And it does suck. I mean, every now and then they treat legends like legends. But, I mean, in general, in general, it is not incorrect to say that if you're a legend in WWE, you're probably going to be beat up or humiliated. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to do more of these text messages here. But I would like to announce that this coming Friday. Myself and Lance Storm will be doing another of our monthly live Q&As, twitch.tv slash F4W video. Now, Wrestling Observer Live is live and free on Twitch every day. However, Lance Storm Q&A will only be available for subscribers to twitch.tv slash F4W video. A lot of ways to subscribe. The way you subscribe to anything else You can also use your Amazon Prime account and subscribe for free. If you have Amazon Prime, just go to twitch.tv slash F4W video. Go to the subscribe area. and It'll give you the option to use your Amazon Prime account to get a free subscription to our Twitch channel. You have to renew every month with your Amazon Prime account, but it's always free as long as you have Amazon Prime. Normally, Lance and I have been going at 8.30 Eastern, which, of course, is head-to-head with SmackDown. We are making a change. As of this week, we will be starting at 7.30 Eastern. We're going to get a half-hour jump on SmackDown. It will be live. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. What you do is you type your question into the window, and then when I ask your question, it appears right up there on the screen for everybody to see, like magic. So That is going to be the plan this coming Friday night, 7.30 Eastern, Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Make sure you join us. You won't regret it, especially if we le- read your question. Person says, there have been two DQs in the last two Hell in a Cell main events. What are the odds Vince throws a curveball and does another DQ in the Hell in a Cell? Mm. I think that would be a very bad idea because this audience here, I mean, we've run them off like crazy. We ran them off from the draft. Last thing you need to do is run him off from any interest in Hell in a Cell. I think there's got to be a decisive finish in those Hell in a Cell matches. Now, whether there will be, I have no idea. They may just do another DQ again. And I'm sure someone's going to say, It wasn't a DQ, Brian. It was a ref stoppage. Come on. Guy was going to hit him with a mallet, and the ref called for the bell. You can call it whatever you want. We were ripped off as fans with that finish. I mean, for crying out loud... The dude hit him with a giant mallet. That was all right. But then he gets a small mallet, and you got to call for the bell. That's stupid. Was that last year's Hell in the yes. Cell? Yes. That happened this year. It last just, 2020 year. has been so rough. I, uh, I mean, out, Hell in the Cell was in 2019. I can assure you that it was last year. Ugh. How right. many bad matches? Who did Bray Wyatt face at the Royal Rumble? Because we all know who he faced at WrestleMania. Wasn't it Daniel Bryan? Was that what it was? I don't remember. I know he had one good one. Pretty in sure there, it was Daniel Bryan. It must have been it. Mm. All right, so the draft did not move the SmackDown numbers much on Friday. It led here, according to Dave, a substantial increase for Raw. 
Oh, come on. 1.85 million viewers and a .57 in 18 to 49. The numbers were up 10% in both viewers and 18 to 49 from last week. Part of it was also a big decline in football viewership. I think that's mostly what this is. NFL did 10 million viewers and a 3.35 rating as compared to the main game last week. They did 14.6 million viewers and a 4 at 18-49. National League Championship Series on Fox did 4.2 million and 1.2 in 18-49. Raw was 5th for the night on cable in 18-49. Three NFL-related shows on ESPN and below Deck Mediterranean. Overall, 32nd place. They beat all cable television programming except NFL-related shows and news shows. Notice that, by the way, when I was talking about how AW beat all entertainment shows except debate-related shows and Major League Baseball, I was accused of being in AW's pocket, but I just told you right there that Raw beat everything except news shows and NFL. Raw used to beat those shows, except for the NFL. Fourth in males, 14... Or 18 to 34, fifth in males, 12 to 34. There was a huge decline in viewers during the show. So, Shocking. you know what that tells me? That tells me that it was not interest in the draft because if it was, people would have stuck around for the whole draft. 2.01 million viewers in the first hour, 1.88 second, 1.68 third. They lost almost uh, basically uh, 300 and something thousand viewers over the course of the show. Yep. There was. Uh, an increase, if I recall correctly, in women watching the show. Although, as somebody on our board noted, there was an increase in women the same week that there was no uh, 90-day fiancé, or as I like to call it, 90-day finance. That show was not on the air, and Ross on increase in women's viewers. So I would think that that would have been part of it. They, they found something else to watch. Some other trash television show to watch. So anyway... That's the numbers, everybody, and the draft has been killed. I mean, 10%, like, if you're going to celebrate that, I don't know what to tell you. That's not reason for celebration. This is the draft. This is shuffling the board for the next year, or at least, like, the next six months, or at least, like, the next month until Survivor Series. But the fact of the matter is, the draft should be doing better than a 10% increase going head-to-head with football that didn't do better than the week before. The more viewers they start with, the more viewers they lose by the third hour. And the third hour was 1.6 million people, period. And there we go, right back down. We saw what you were selling. We don't like it, and the atrophy comes, and by the end of it, you're right at your at your lowest, period. This person's alerting me that Below Deck Mediterranean is a reality show featuring young, hot people working on a luxury yacht. I'm aware of that. I know what Below Deck Mediterranean is. As well as 90 Day Fiance. Have you watched it? I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, though, other than they're doing better than Raw virtually every single week. You ever get below deck in the Mediterranean, Dude, Brian? why don't they just put Raw on a on a boat for 90 days? Eh, then Jericho's going to... 90 Day on Raw Mediterranean. Uh, there you go. Raw Island? We still need... We need no, Raw No, they're Island. all on a boat for 90 days. They can't dock. Mm. They're just stuck out there for 90 days. Somewhat like Gilligan's Island. Except it'd be more modern, because it'd be 90 days, and everyone needs to go out there and be below deck wrestling. I think we need some sort of we need some sort of, of of angle to this. Like once you lose, you got to walk the plank. You're thrown off the boat. By the time they get back to Florida, 
there needs to be a boat with just one person, one captain, and everybody else. That's who the winner is. This person says, when AW started, I watched every week live, watched NXT on DVR. I did that till about December when I realized NXT is more consistent and more my taste in wrestling. Now I'm at the point where I only watch the pay-per-views that AEW does. I respect that. I know that won't be a very popular sentiment, but I will say this. Is a is NXT anywhere near as exciting as AEW? No. Is NXT, if you are WWE, especially if you're a WWE born and bred fan and you watch that show, that may be your alternative, your happy alternative to what you see on Raw and on SmackDown. And it is a more logical show. There is more athletics in some ways that happens on that show. There is a lot more that makes sense on those shows. Now, we don't necessarily like some of the people they use all the time. Some of the stories, like in WWE land, get a little off kilter. And especially in this aspect, it's a very antiseptic show in comparison to AEW. It's very sterile. But it usually is a solid professional wrestling television show. It may not be your cup of tea, but NXT of the three brands on WWE, I don't believe it's even close. This person says, MJF is a heel. Of course, his big announcement will be disappointing. Well, you don't want to make the guy into a comedy geek. I mean, at some point, at some point, he should be announcing he's joining the inner circle or however they're going to do it. Like, this is not, I mean, listen, there's effective heels and there's ineffective heels. You do not want MJF to be an ineffective heel where he promises a big announcement and it's a letdown every time. I mean, you can't, this will not work for this character. If you want to do this for some undercard dork, knock yourself out. But MJF needs to have credibility as a heel. So it can't all be comedy letdowns. This person says, Cody mentioned AEW is hiring a lot more wrestlers to prepare for their second show soon. He also said the show will not be AEW Dark. It will be something so much more perhaps on the same level of Dynamite. Well, Better be on network TV, with all due respect. No offense to Dark. Well, not network TV, but cable TV. Well, cable, cable network television, yeah. I mean, look, if it's going to be on TNT, TBS, True TV, I, I don't know exactly what's, you know, Adult Swim, who the hell knows. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever Turner product this thing is going to be on, it, it's got to be network quality. You've already hit. You know what worked with your main television show. If you're bringing another one, and it's not just internet only or just going to be on, on Bleacher Report, you got to go big. You absolutely have to go big. I cannot blame him there. Now, do I do I think they need to sign tons more wrestlers? No, they got a lot of them there, you know, uh, to to begin with. And when they're at full strength again and ready to do this show, I mean, they they got a lot of people to choose from. So we'll see how that goes and everything. But yeah, I mean, you got it. That show cannot be dark. It's got to be. It's got to be as close as you can to dynamite. You at least got to take that approach with it. Person here says, AEW is a promotion I'm embarrassed to have on when people walk into the room. This person says, my girlfriend and I are huge AEW fans. We watch Dynamite every week. I've been a fan since 98. It is easily the best mainstream wrestling television show that I have seen. And this one, this person here says, I loved the first year of Dynamite. How would you compare it to WCW's or Raw's first year? Dude, WCW, 95, 96, 97 was awesome. It was awesome. That's yeah. like the whole, if you watch AEW, I mean, that's clearly Tony Khan's ideas. Like this, what I want this to be is, it's very reminiscent of when WCW was awesome. Now, Raw's first year, I got to go back and watch it. I mean, this, the AEW's 
first year is better than Raw's first year. Honest, I mean, well, I mean, it would have to be, but stand by. Yes. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1 800 MyBetUS. That's 1 800 MyBetUS. Or go to betus.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle and you get up to 150% in bonuses. On your first deposit, nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz, best bonuses, BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Man, I was just watching that Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash F4W video, and I won. I beat Moondog Ed Moretti. Three-count pinfall right there in the middle of the ring. Trick photography. No, it's not trick photography. I won that match. 
It's like I win all the time. People just ignore it. They focus on my losses, not my wins. I don't know why. They're supposed to be my homies. Well, maybe we should show them Ooh, more jabronis. videos of you winning. This person says, Do The one exist? thing I have loved about AEW in the first year is that they will allow wrestlers to get decisive, clean victories over their opponents, no matter who they are or where they are in the pecking order. Unlike WWE, who seems to do some sort of DQ or goofy finish on TV every other week so they can avoid pinning or submitting a guy. It's amazing. Tony Khan paying every single one of these people sending in these text messages. All paid off. All biased texters texting into this television show. And Tony, Tony, Tony needs to throw some money my way since you're not doing it. Dynamite's first year was better than Raw because they were meant for different things. Dynamite... It's about putting on great shows on TV. Raw was a way to advertise and get you to buy the pay-per-view where the big matches are. Well, Dynamite does the same things, but yes, it's it's a different way of doing television. Raw was basically WWE superstars on the USA Network in primetime in a really small building. Let's see here. According to Busted Open, NXT fan Izzy of Bailey fame who used to hate AEW, now watches them live in DVR's NXT. Oh, oh, oh man. I bet she must be getting paid, too. Mm -mm -mm. First job, not bad. It's the parents. It's like college, man. They they got the parents. or They bought them a car. They're going to put them up in a house. It's like college athletics. That's how they're trying to get the Izzy through the parents, the influence. This person says, early Ross were great because all we had prior to that was boring match shows like Challenge. I went to some Manhattan Center shows in 93, great stuff. Well, bro, we also had WWF Superstars, which had a bunch of goofy squash matches, but that show was fun. It wasn't, show every, it wasn't fun every week, but that was a fun show, a WWF Superstars show in, like, 91. Super, yeah, I mean, Superstars and Challenge could absolutely be fun, especially Superstars, since it was their, their you know, their, their main program. And, you know, for every – we did get a, a – Big changeover, but a lot of people, it's like, you know, you forget about when Nitro started, there is good and bad, and a lot of people like to concentrate on the good, but, you know, Damien Demento and The Undertaker wasn't exactly, you know, John Moxley and Lance Archer, so I, you know, with AEW, again, it's time, times have changed and everything, but, you know, I get those those early Nitro vibes far more from AEW, I mean, that's, to me, is one of the, the better comparisons, because they like their carnival, you know, 31 flavors, everybody's gonna have something, do you like cruiserweights, do you like flying around, do you like big hosses, do you like great matches, do you like great tag teams, that's the biggest thing with me in AEW, because I am old, and I grew up in the 80s, and I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Tully and R, and all that sort of stuff, and they've taken that you know that that feel and that that history and that's something that tony khan wants to to push in AEW, and that's one of the biggest best things because uh, like arn anderson says you know i honestly believe i'm one of those people that if you have a great tag team match it's hard as hell to follow you know could rick flair follow it ricky steamboat a lot of hey sure there's some people that can but if you have four guys going balls out and it's an awesome match yeah, I kind of defy those two, you know, two people to go out there and try to top it. 844-913-2727 is the phone number. That is 844-913-2727. Dagan is on the air, and he will not let me down. What's going on? I certainly hope not, Brian. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about the G1. Uh, shout out to the Twitch chat, as always. Um so regarding Naito, uh, it, it looks like he probably won't win his block. Obviously, I don't think it makes much sense to have the champion win the block. Uh, 
Um, but he, he does. I haven't watched day, I guess, 16 yet, but it, he has had losses to Sonata and Evil up to this point. Um, so the first question about that is, do you think he will defend the Intercontinental Championship and the IWGBP uh, Championship at the same time from now on, or do you think he'll defend those titles separately, maybe to the you know to the Tokyo Dome show where he'll defend the IC belt on night one and then the IWGP belt on night two? And do you think wh- whoever pins him before that would get to pick which title that they? Um, well, I don't think anyone's going to pick the Intercontinental title if they've got the no. IWGP. Well, Dagan, listen, I want to thank you very much for the call. I, I want to say one thing. So, because I'm a fair man, which I am, I talked about how ridiculous it was on Raw that they announce a draft, and they say that if a tag team or a singles, if any champion gets drafted, they, they bring the belt with them. And somehow this billion-dollar organization had no forward thinking to figure out what would happen if the Raw Tag Team Champions ended up on SmackDown and vice versa. So that happens. SmackDown gets the Raw Tag Champs. Raw gets the SmackDown Tag Team Champs. And then they do a segment on Raw where they're just like they're baffled. And Adam Pearce has to go, why don't you guys just switch belts? That'll make things easier. And now the Street Profits are Triple Crown Champions. The New Day has broken the Tag Team Championship record, all because straps were handed over to other people. Okay? It's ridiculous. And I pointed out, how could you not have a plan? What was the plan if SmackDown would have got the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Then what was Adam Pearce going to do? Well, you can't switch the belts. What are you going to do? Just mail them to Raw? So, anyway, I bring this up because I got the same, not to this degree, but they built up this big match at the Tokyo Dome where somebody was going to leave with the IWGP Heavyweight title and the Intercontinental title. Okay? That was in January. It's currently October. I realize that a pandemic sort of screwed everything up. But it appears in storyline that New Japan has no idea what's going on with Naito having two belts. Naito himself did an interview last month and he was like, I don't even know if I'm a dual champion or if these belts have been unified. Like, if they've been unified, just give me one belt. Or, or just let me just let me defend them separately. Your champion in August is expressing confusion as to what's going on with these two titles. I mean, what's going on here? How did they not explain everything or figure out what they were going to do? They seem like a company that's just like coasting along with this guy having two belts and not even telling the guy whether he's a dual champion or the unified champion. Say. Wait a second. How do you know that they don't right now? Well, the champion that... a month ago didn't know. Someone should have told him. Are you sure that that there was no kayfabe? This was a this was all straight shooting Naito. I'm talking I mean... in kayfabe. In kayfabe in storyline, the champion doesn't know if he is a dual champion or if he's a unified champion. He said that a month ago in his interview. I, he's also been a guy that's you know went through uh, before he won the world title. I remember, he didn't care about the IC title and would throw it around. So it's not like he's got a great history with that belt. I'm not saying that you're not wrong or that he may not have some question. I just I cannot even fathom putting New Japan in the realm of WWE when it comes to they have no idea what they're going to do with that belt. No, I, I know they know they're going to do with it. Especially when they were, they you know, should they just were tell setting, me. 
they were setting up the G1 and they were doing all those sorts of things. And I have a feeling that once this thing plays out, we are going to have some uh, clarity when it comes to that position. And we are going to see here very, very soon what the setup is going to be as we lead into to, to Tokyo Dome, because I think he is going to end up defending both belts. And that IC belt, I can easily see coming off of him. I'm not saying that this is as bad as when WWE drafted the champions of different brands and then someone came out and told them to switch belts to solve the problem, okay? But I don't think in October we should be having people call into the show and asking questions about, is he going to defend one belt or two belts? And we actually have that's no earthly question. idea. But that's but Brian, we, we're not even to the... I, I get, if they If this was a month from now, and it's November, and we're into the real world tag league. We're into the super juniors, and the concentration's there. And we don't have any clarity on where we're going to go for the big matches or the big dudes going into the big singles matches going into the fourth and the fifth or third and fourth, whatever it is, or however this is going to work this year. The reality is, is again, let this thing play out until after the G1 is over. If they don't have any, if we don't have any clarity after that, that's fine. But but the but that color and it has got to remember is too it's not like naito taking shots at the company or anything has not been part of his interviews anyway or being nonchalant or just kind of throwing things up in the air going yeah what about this it's not like he hasn't done that so i'm not i'm not saying that you're wrong i'm saying what i'm just saying is let's wait till the g1 is over and i think we're going to have a little bit more clarity right after that According to Twitch right here, he is a dual champion. They did a poll. He is not a unified champion. So at least Twitch has got this figured out. Of course they do. So here's the update on the G1. So at this point, Jay White has 12 points. If he beats Ishii, he wins the block. Kodobushi has 12 points. He will win if he beats Taichi. And White, lose, draw, or no contest. Okada has 12 points here. If he beats Osprey, he wins the block. And White and Ibushi also have to lose, draw, no contest, etc., etc. And Will Osprey also has 10 points. So basically, realistically, in A block, one of these four men is the winner. It's either going to be Jay White, Ibushi, Okada, or Will Osprey. For the B block, many people have been eliminated, but in contention still, Evil, Naito, Sonata, and Zack Sabre Jr. Now, I have no prediction on who's going to win either of these blocks or be in the finals. But I will say that I don't think it's impossible that Naito wins his block and then loses to somebody in the finals. I mean, we are working to set up championship matches here. And you could do a situation where, I mean, Naito has two belts. I mean, Naito could be beaten by uh, Okada in the finals, for example. And Okada's got a guaranteed IWGP championship match at the Dome. But maybe he wants his Intercontinental Championship match against Naito coming up in November or whatever. There's a lot of ways to go. But we'll know more in just a few days. My predictions are looking pretty good. Got there a little bit. Uh, well, what's jagged, your prediction? I had a, I, well, I had Ibushi doing the, uh, those who listen to the Adam like Big Audio Nightmare. I had Ibushi, White, and Okada, you know, coming down to the final day. And I also had Naito, Evil, and Sonata also coming down to the final day. So... Uh, three three-way playoffs here. Uh, that's what I had. And I ultimately had Abushi and Sonata ending up with tiebreakers and, and ultimately getting the victories there. And I was thinking, well, maybe maybe you could do Sonata. Then you finally have Sonata and Naito. But to me, this year, I would 
Kota Ibushi and Naito, that's a big match. And I don't know what the plan exactly is for Ibushi. You could do Ibushi and Tanahashi one last time. There's a lot of the different things you can do. But it, I can see in the first quarter of next year, I could actually see Naito still being the champion. But I see that IC title, if it's not on Jay White, it's going to be on Evil. But uh, I have a feeling it may be on Jay White. All right, this person here says, got a lot of text messages. I love AEW. Wrestling is fun to get in the States. Good storytelling, great action. None of this goofy sports entertainment garbage that has not been good since 2002. I love how when I watch AEW with regular people, there is nothing to be embarrassed about. We got a lot Wait of a text second. messages saying that exact same thing. There, There is, but I mean, there's like, I... Uh, okay. Uh, AEW is sports entertainment still a, a lot of the time, too. I mean, there are times where it's like... You know, whether it's a referendum on like things like Trent's mom and things like that, but the balance is so much better. And and that's the thing is, even though there's a lot on AEW sometimes, it just, it makes me grind my teeth and it's just not for me. At the very least, there's good stuff there to balance that out and good matches to balance that out. Back in a moment, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. John in Arkansas here. He hasn't called for a while. It says, I watch both NXT and AEW. I see value in each show. But he adds, AEW has an energy that is better. They both have a different kind of energy, I can tell you that much. It's true. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yes. Jay White's the best wrestler in the world. Prove me wrong. Oh, come on. He's 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 incredible, but dude. Shee and Minoru Suzuki and you could probably go straight down most of the G one, maybe not Yano. That's what you do from Jay White. Not go evil. straight down, buddy. Jay White is great. He's awesome. I don't know if Freak. I would say he's the best in the world. But he is certainly one of the best in the world. I won't take anything away from the guy. First says, when a friend told me about the debut of AEW, I was very excited at the prospect of a competitive alternative with WWE. I was nervous about being able to enjoy a show without knowing the wrestlers, but I hope that I can enjoy the process of getting to know new people. I was right. One year later, the same is true because I still feel like I barely know their characters at all. I still do enjoy it, though, and hope the addition of a new show will allow AEW to share their stories in more depth. This person says, NXT is going to be great because they announced another Ember Moon talking segment tonight. My question is, why, after her promo last week was below average? Well, there's a big difference. Tonight is a sit-down interview. Last week was live. Not Actually, it might have been live. I actually don't know if the show was live or tape, but it was live to tape if it was not live. This one, you can sit down, ask the right questions, do a couple of takes, edit it together. Listen, One of the best things about NXT is their video packages. So I have no doubt that this one will be a thousand times better than last week. Anyway, we're out of time. We'll talk about both shows tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're completely out of time. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.